Welcome to the Cult Film Showdown's special series on controversial Saturday morning cartoons. We at the Cult Film Showdown are looking at some cartoons that were in the 80s and 90s based on properties that it was very strange to have a animated series based upon them. Uh, we have talked about uh, Robocop, Rambo, and Toxic Crusaders so far, and this time uh, we're into something I didn't even know it existed. So we are joined by Nick Boxer. Oh, I, I don't think that's a real name. Um, maybe we can add Count Visor and of Valeria to to that. Um, I we it needs to be longer to be a real name. Well, and and tricks may not be for rabbits, but tricks are for Jack Hall. Oh, now I want tricks. Mm. Good job. All right, the the property we're talking about the the animated series that we're talking about uh, this time uh, started in 1994, in uh, and it is Highlander the animated series. Uh, Jack, can you give us some context for this show? Yeah, based on uh, this is a direct sequel to the original Highlander movie. Um, what they did was they ignored uh, Highlander The Quickening, Highlander The TV Show, um, you know, Highlander 3, all these things. They ignored all of that and took the 1986 film and made a sequel that has nothing to do with it. Um, <laughs> I was about to say that I feel like it ignored the Highlander movie, yeah, the first movie, too. Um. <laughs> that's, the, that's the amazing part. This was originally on uh, USA Network 1994. And syndicated in 1995, had two seasons, 40 episodes. The Highlander movie is probably one of the, it certainly, it has some violence. It has some, you know, I mean, you you can only kill an immortal by decapitating him. So they have some, you know, scenes of, uh, of that. But as far as the gore is concerned and the R-rated level, it's not the, by any means, the most offensive property that we are looking at. Or the most violent property but it is certainly an r-rated film and it is for that reason very strange to eight years later decide you know let's do a direct sequel to that film <laughs> while completely ignoring everything about it and uh and that is what they did it's such a weird thing nick i god bless you for doing this part of the show <laughs> Can you can yes. you give us give us a shot at what happens in those Highlander okay. animations? This movie is set in the 27th century in a post-apocalyptic type universe where the Highlanders or the mortals, both terms seem to be used interchangeably to confuse people, are still sort of fighting a battle but several years ago all the highlanders except one took a vow not to use swords anymore thus defeating any purpose of this whole highlander immortal concept uh put forth in the film uh these highlanders who have sh have forsaken violence are called gtors i think um <laughs> again for no reason yeah it turns out <laughs> there is one more highlander that is that is born who has not taken this oath 
so he can defeat the evil Highlander. Uh, and his name is Quentin McLeod of the Clan McLeod, but he is disguised as Quentin McLeod of the Duban Clan. Quentin Dundee. Quentin Dundee. Is, is, That's right. Uh, Dundee. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't know his lineage as a McLeod, which is never important. No. Oh <laughs> man, my God! And he has a sister that in the first episode, I don't think they say her name. I looked it up. It is Clyde. <laughs> what the hell? Um, it it is like the makers of this. Um, just said, you know what, kids like people yelling really long names. <laughs> I mean, the bad guy's name is mentioned 80 times. Our hero's name is mentioned 80 times in a half hour. And the guy who trains our hero, who has, once again, one of these huge names, that's all they do in this half hour thing is say their names over then and correct <laughs> each other on it. His, it his is mentor a really is a uh... boring show. His mentor is uh, Ramirez, which is uh, Sean Connery's character from the original. Well, Highlander. it is and is. It is so the character's same. name is Ramirez. The character's name is Ramirez. The rest of the name is not the same. The Ramirez character that Sean yeah. Connery played died in the first one. Um, was that doesn't back seem alive for no reason. Was back alive for no reason in the second one, and in this one, uh, is clearly the same character because he's uh, has a Spanish name. With a Scottish accent, um, and yet it's a, his full name is different than the name the character that Sean Connery actually had. Okay, let's so just pause for a second. His name is Jetor Don Vincent Mario Ramirez. It is said several times. Nice. Well, well, Don is an honorific, uh, so he is still Don Ramirez, uh, but that's just. You know, and that's a Saturday title. morning cartoon crowd really care. I know. <laughs> They're desperate to unpack something like that. Yeah. <laughs> this thing's unbelievable. Like, the, the, he's the son of Connor. How did how did he come to be born? Because it clearly was only like 15 years ago. He's like a, a teenage kid. Yeah. So he's like 15 years old. So Connor was alive this whole time until 15 years ago, I'm guessing. Wait, wait. And then he died. Sorry, or... he, he was the son? I missed that. I just assumed he was a descendant of. I assumed he was the son um, of Connor McLeod, the character that Christopher Lambert played in the original. And film. I know we're ignoring the original, but wasn't, it, wasn't the whole thing with the morals? Is they couldn't have a son? Well, it's the... We're getting deep dive into Highlander, but that is the that's the, what the prize was. Uh, is that uh, if you were the last, then you got to have kids. Uh, so what I'd like to know is, play. yeah, you 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 gained all knowledge, and and at the end of the film, that's where Christopher Lambert's character is that he has all knowledge and he's the only one left. But again, there's a bunch of them here who have thrown down their swords. I'd like to know if they threw down their sword 700 years ago and this one guy decided not to, why are they all still alive? Why hasn't he just killed them? <laughs> I feel like he's had 700 years to do it. What is he? Is he playing the long game? 
what I love about the the uh, throw down their swords and then we kept that oath for 700 years while he destroyed everything and uh, every character from that group that gets introduced is using a sword. Yeah, and I also love when you're in the 27th century, by the way, and you have superior technology to what we have now. And yet, for no reason, they're still using swords. I, I don't get it. Well, you know, it's, it's like the captain hating people who that's doesn't really fit in with this cartoon. Swords are the most efficient way of doing it. And I think the swords make sense that way. Perhaps, but yeah. a lot of it is a lot of the technology is like this mix of medieval technology and future technology. And then there's characters that are like there's creatures that exist. That it's like, why do these creatures exist? It's not a dog, but it's a creature like a dog, but it's in the future and it's weird. And it's, it's like, like they're, they're from legs. Earth. <laughs> yeah, like it's just it's just like it should have been on another planet, should have been called another property. Should have taken just taken this concept and just had nothing to do with Highlander and just, you know, even the opening till it has this like ripoff of He-Man and Masters of the Universe where he's holding the mm. sword up. Like, it's really weird. That, that leads into a question I had for you guys. Do you guys think this was another thing that got the Highlander stuff stuffed into it to make it into a car cartoon? Or is this something that was supposed to be based off the Highlander that morphed into something incredibly bad? I, I feel like it was the first thing. Like, I'd, it was probably a pitch rather than, like, a... Like, it feels like a pitch that, like, hey, that sounds like something we could make, we could put a property into. Because, I mean, really, like, if you were starting from that, that post-apocalyptic return to medieval was pretty common like that because uh, visionaries was that like the high tech and the armor and that and classic weapons kind of thing so there's a lot of that around uh, but yeah like it's it was either workshopped all to hell to get this far away from Highlander <laughs> or meshed it with something else Certainly when I was looking up the uh, the series and, and its past and, and to try and gain some knowledge of it, I didn't come across anything saying that it was a property before. I didn't see anything, any sort of production notes or anything like that that were readily available that, that I noticed to say that it was. It's certain, but it does feel like it. It feels like it must have been something else because it's so far from the film. And yet a direct sequel because it's ignoring the other films. <laughs> well, it's strangely I, I it, strangely it it feels like it's uh, it feels like it's bringing in stuff from the second film as far as like, you know, are they space aliens or are they non-human in some way? Um Without actually being a, and, but as you said, ignoring the actual events of it, but taking kind of trimming a couple of the concepts from it. I'm just looking on IMDb, um, and other than it's saying that cartoons such as The Legend of Zelda from 1989, He Man and the Masters of the Universe, and Captain Planet and the Planeteers were influences behind the series, and that Christopher Lambert was offered to provide the voice of Connor McLeod, but turned the role down. 
It has a video game that was released for the Atari Jaguar CD. Highlander, Last of the McCloud. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's awful. And uh, toys based in the animated series made by Primetime and were released in 1996, a year after it was off the air. So, <laughs> so this is a unique one in that way that it wasn't actually made to sell toys. Uh, if the toys came that much, like that late into things, then because most of these that we've been talking about is because they launched toy line at the same time. Uh, yeah. So it's a bit odd that, yeah, after because we have the popularity of the show now, we can sell it to uh, a toy company who will eventually get the toys out. <laughs> well, it's interesting to me is it started off as a USA network property and then went into syndication, you know, because, I mean, it's got poor production. Like, the animation isn't very good, none of that stuff. Mm -hmm. The USA network actually usually puts out a fairly decent product. I mean, they, they you know... They're the biggest of the independent networks outside of the sports networks in the States, I think. So, and certainly were at the time, I believe, as well. I mean, they've been on top for a long, long time and usually have done some quality work. So, I mean, the fact that this is so piss poor just says to me that it, it's it's just filling time. Just a strange, strange piece of work. It doesn't really feel like it's... It doesn't feel like it has its own voice either. I, it is interesting that they that uh, they made that decision when they started the TV show, which was before this, that they were going to make that Duncan McLeod, uh, and then this is Quentin McLeod, uh, which plan or not left it open that these characters could meet each other. That it's not versions of the same character. Apparently they do. Apparently they do. Connor McLeod has some. I don't know that he meets them, or if it's just a re, or it's just uh, going back in the past. Mm. But uh, I know that Connor McLeod does show up in the series at some point. Okay. Oh, let's face it. There are some very strange Highlander attached things. Because <laughs> the, I mean, the TV series starts out as a direct sequel but doesn't really connect mm. the movies don't make any sense continuity wise no. the second no. one's kind of always ignored and then there's tv movies that attach there's this series that doesn't seem to have any connecting things and then i believe there's that anime movie as well it's like they maybe it was just cheap to make Heinlitter stuff. I love that uh, the second one came out and was uh, not well received, uh, to say the least. And then uh, once director's cuts started being a thing, we're like, well, we have this whole other cut of uh, of Highlander too, so we'll release that too. Is it better? Ah, no, <laughs> not, no, not really. No. no, it's different, but no. <laughs> I mean, all of these things were stuck by the fact that they killed all the immortals in the first film. <laughs> so you pretty much have to undo the end of that. Uh, yeah, but it's like we didn't expect this to be a hit. The film was, I think, made for $19 million and only drew like 12, you know, at the box yeah. office. But it became a hit and it became a hit, a cult favorite. And, it's yeah. one of those ones that got, got it from the video store, right? I mean, mm -hmm. people that and the soundtrack having Queen on it was yeah. big, you know, a huge thing. So the, 
it, it's for me, I mean, I want to go back and watch the film after watching the series because I want to watch the taste of the series out of my mouth. <laughs> and um, and I always enjoyed the film. I know it's good, schlocky fun. That first film is just so great. Yeah, I love the first film. And uh, I actually have the I have the sword replicas from this series. Uh, one of them's a replica from the first Highlander film. And uh, one's from the one is from the TV show. And one of them is a it's three swords. And it the third one is a design that was used for the crossover movie that had Duncan and Connor. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was it was only used in photos to promote that movie and not actually used in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which is my absolute favorite thing that exists. <laughs> That's so that's so perfect for all they did all the promo photos and then when they got on set they're like this one I, it's just not working on screen like it just doesn't so let's we'll switch to one of the other designs we have <laughs> would you guys like to see a proper reboot of this property where it's like okay we're going to do a three-part film series it's going to be tight continuity it's going to be higher production values right from the beginning we're going to do this and actually make this a, a cool thing in a good universe and or do you just want to let it be well i they are somewhere in actually doing one. Uh, I don't know whether they got anywhere before the strike happened, uh, but it's you know it's one of those properties that's well known enough that it keeps popping up. Uh, and I mean, given given all of the television stuff and the direct-to-video and everything that they've done, like. I think it would be good to get out of what's happened before because it is just so complex uh, and it's just like the, so stepping on its own stuff. They've ground this into the ground. <laughs> just create a new movie, call it The Immortal. We can do exactly the same thing, but the whole the whole name of Highlander, it it doesn't mean anything anymore. And Let's face it, the name Highlander attached to any McClouds is kind of, it was specious as, at best. Um, yes, we do have a guy from the Highlanders, or uh, the, 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 Highlands. the Highlanders, but that's <laughs> not even the important part of what makes <laughs> no. the Highlander movie. <laughs> Just call it the Immortal. Um yeah, I, th- I think the the that term uh, gets so messy as time goes on. And you mentioned it in this that he is from the Highlands, so he's the Highlander. But then there are other points where Highlander sounds like what they call the Immortals. Yeah, um, and and in pop culture, all of the Immortals became that became called Highlanders just a short form because there was no other name given to them. Um, they're nice enough to give them an extra name that's not rem- that's not memorable in any way. <laughs> the the Jakus or whatever they're called, uh, but it's not it's well, not going to. I mean, we're talking, we're talking about a property that the first movie is fun, especially when you're like 13, 14, 15. It's like great, right? Like you know, if if that's when you first saw it, and that's about the time that I'm sure all of us saw it for the first time about that age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, before there was a lot of, you know the cinematic Transformers and Marvel movies and all this crazy stuff. Like that was our closest to a superhero movie in a lot of ways. Right. Mm-hmm. So it really yeah. hit with us. Our, it started, it was started the perfect. Don't think about anything they put forth in this movie. 
Exactly. Because it doesn't exactly. even I mean, even the first one, it it makes sense in its own internal logic, but that's it. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's the only really good like you look at it, part two, and they change it so the immortals are space aliens. You know, that's how they explain it all, you know, <laughs> and part three is awful. You know, part two is awful. The TV series wasn't all that good. You know, it lasted way longer than it should have. That This isn't good. I'm sure that video game is terrible. Like <laughs> you look at it, you're like, huh, for a property that's been around and lasted this long, it's amazing how much of it is not of high quality. And yet it's lasted <laughs> despite that. So it's it's kind of a, a crazy thing. Well, don't forget, for the TV series, the TV series was a fairly big syndicated hit, mostly because the star was extremely handsome. Yes. Yes, I know more than one woman who watched it just because they were into him. You know, he was the And then he was they did the, the weird thing of having a spinoff called Raven with a woman <laughs> that bombed immediately. Didn't even know that. <laughs> what a weird... Yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I didn't it. remember it until you just said it. <laughs> and then they started crossing over the two characters. I, I, I believe that Connor actually appears early on in the TV show, that there's some explanation of how they're in the same universe. Uh, but then later on they do, one of the theatrical Highlanders ha includes Duncan, and then I think there's another, at least one, like, direct-to-video one. Um, I know that I took a date to see the Highlander that Duncan and Connor were both in, and uh, uh, not not my best date, not my worst date movie. <laughs> I, <laughs> I must have been actually always thought that was a direct to video. The toy line. I'm curious, uh, Nick. Yeah. Do you have any notes on it? I mean, it like I say, it came out late. I can't imagine there have any, you know high quality you know what i didn't even look this one up i did a quick youtube search to see if i could see any toys i didn't see any television ads so it was non-existent as far as i can i was aware it uh it's it's not many no it is not many uh it looks like about six figures and a couple of vehicles <laughs> Released in 1996 by Prime Toys. Yeah, there's uh, there's a half dozen, including a power yeah. cycle and Quinton's gave work. So Qu Quinton's sort of uh, ostrich-like thing that he rides. Uh, that's one of the yeah. toys. I love that the bad guy's name sounds is almost exactly like the bad guy's name from the first from the first movie, and yet it's clearly not supposed to be him while beating him. You know, it's one <laughs> of those not subtle. We really wish we hadn't killed everybody off moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have nothing left to say about this. It, it, it's really, it's the worst, it's the worst cartoon we've seen so far of the five. It's pretty rough. Yeah, it it did not, it did not, uh, I was afraid it was going to say to be continued at the end of the first one. And I'm like, I'm, Nick's going to have to explain it to me if, uh, if there's a to be continued. Because <laughs> I, I tapped out. Um, the first episode already felt like three episodes. Yeah, it was so boring <laughs> and confusing. Right. We'll it, it, do you? That's one question. Actually, I do have. Do you think you would make this would make more sense to you if you hadn't seen the movie, or do you think it makes more sense because there's things in the movie that are in there 
that you understand because you've seen the movie. And yet there's things that are more confusing because you've seen the movie. Like I can't, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if you came in fresh, if it would be a better experience than having seen it. Yeah, there is a challenge that you end up with some of these things. I always, I always say that the uh, the David Lynch Dune didn't make any sense unless you read the book, and if you read the book, you'd be annoyed by how much they changed. Uh, yeah. So it's it has that yeah it does have that double edge of if you didn't see the movie and were coming in fresh, would it it would be it would feel like it was teasing information like it would actually feel like the universe was bigger than it is. Uh, because Star Wars is a great example of that. Star Wars has all these references in it to things that have happened before that they don't actually explain at the time. And that's kind of what makes a universe feel deeper. But in this case, they're referring back to a movie that you're you're supposed to half remember, I think is would have been the sweet spot for this. <laughs> if he had seen it about 20 years earlier. I, I... I don't know if it would really make that much of a difference. I mean, in six to one, half dozen the other. I think if you had a likable character, maybe that question would matter. Uh, but I think, you know, it, they, the bad guy could have come out and had the fight at the end of the first episode, cut off his head, our star's head. And I would have gone, well, I saw that. Because <laughs> um, I didn't care about our main character. I didn't care about anybody in this. You know what really struck me? You know what character design has not aged well? Was that character of uh, Mangus. <laughs> you know, uh, the, the guy who got killed, uh, who led them through the tunnels. Uh, I did not think that looked very good. <laughs> he had a cool forehead tattoo. <laughs> Like, there's, there's a phrase you do not hear very often. <laughs> that is, that is a, that's a phrase that does not show up a lot. He had a cool forehead tattoo. <laughs> I can't even remember what he looked like. <laughs> you can't even remember what he looked like? No, well, it's already gone. Thank you a picture. <laughs> I'm sure it'll turn up. I mean, he was the main bad guy, so I'm sure it's uh, somewhere on IMDb. No, no, he's not the main bad guy. The oh, main, not the main bad guy. The, oh, yeah, the, the like. Main he, yeah, I'll never forget that guy I met earlier today. That was the guy. Yes, uh, that guy. He gave me so much, we can't leave him behind. And something, something quickening. Yeah, exactly. They never call it the quickening either. I hated that. Oh, did they no, not? Was a, hmm. No, not in the cartoon. Hmm. Well, didn't they, I mean, but they also introduced the new mechanic so our good guy didn't have to kill people. Yeah. That he could gain their quickening powers by not cutting off their heads if they they, they gifted it to him or something. Or something. What a mess. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not like that was an important part of the original film, though. I mean, you could leave that out and... It's it's not that that's the most mem uh, the one thing you would remember from that movie if you didn't remember anything else. <laughs> There's I uh, just sent the picture, so uh, take a quick look just for a quick reminder, and uh, <laughs> agree with me or disagree with me. The character hmm, design does not age well. Uh, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. That is, uh, we'll put that in the show notes. That is not okay. Um, that is you, okay. You, it's like it. It's like you don't know why it's not okay, other than you know it's not okay. 
Uh, you know, just uh, something in there. <laughs> All right. Well, it's, porn. it's like porn. I may not know what it is, but I know it when I see it. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's wrap this one up. Uh, controversial Saturday morning cartoons will return next time with Roughnecks, the Starship Troopers Chronicles, based on the R-rated film and the unreadable novel. Uh, and uh, <laughs> so true. And the colorful uh, showdown is uh, uh, we are on Instagram, and you can support us on Patreon. And uh, one of these days, we'll have some exclusive content content on there. Maybe now. We are sponsored by WeTalkPodcast.com, home of the Octagon, our search for the ultimate B-movie. And you can check out other programs on We Talk Podcasts, and you can follow them on Facebook, and you can follow them on Twitter. And you can find the Caulfield Showdown on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Please hit like, subscribe, and comment. Comments are the best, actually, and because uh, we love hearing uh, messages from our fans or other We'll see you there. All right. We will talk to you next time with Roughnecks.